Welcome to the Vortex with your host Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode is all about Gemini season, what to expect this Gemini season. We'll also be having a little chat about the Taurus new moon that we all experience. We have Mars and Leo now, so a lot has happened just in the last couple days as well, so... Maybe you've been feeling exhausted, or maybe you've been feeling really energized as well. I know for me personally, I've been feeling super exhausted and have been sleeping way more than normal. And I've just been taking a little more time for rest right now, and that's okay too. And that's the beauty of astrology, is it shows us there's a season for everything, there's a cycle for everything. And that's also just the beauty of your own unique astrology chart, is while I may be going through a cycle, season of rest, and regeneration you might be going through a cycle of the complete opposite of taking action making things happen and full of energy and that's okay that's just the beauty of astrology and showing that we're all on our own unique path and now let's just kind of go into this episode but let me just go into some announcements first thanks for that little tangent and so i still have my astrology readings open i'm doing my pdf reports And I will be coming out with a new astrology offering in the next few weeks. So probably, yeah, at the end of May, I'll be coming out with that. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I'm still offering my pre-recorded Zoom readings. So if you want like a video report done, I offer those as well. So if you want to listen to me talk about your birth chart and then you have access to that video for as long as you want, then you can do it that way as well. So that's the announcements. Now let's just go into the astrology for the coming week. So I'm recording this on May 21st. We already have the sun in Gemini. Sun enter Gemini at 3.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's 12.11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we're out of Taurus season. We're in Gemini season. We're experiencing the sun in Gemini trying over to Pluto and Aquarius since they're both air signs. We're also seeing the sun in Gemini make a sextile to Mars in Leo because we have Mars in Leo now. Mercury sextile Saturn, Mars square Jupiter, Mars opposed Pluto, and Jupiter square Pluto because we have this fixed T-square in the mix now really strongly, especially now that we have Mars in Leo. So we will be talking a lot more about the fixed T-square going on too. And May 22nd, we're still the same exact energy from May 21st. It's just the moon will be moving into Cancer on Monday. And May 23rd, Sun sextile Mars, Mars square Jupiter. May 24th, Sun sextile Mars, Mars square Jupiter. So big like Mars square Jupiter energy all for this week. Because May 25th, Venus sextile Uranus, Mars square Jupiter. May 26th, Venus sextile Uranus. May 27th which is a Saturday, Sun square Saturn. So a lot of just 
a lot of square energy this week so there definitely can be some tension maybe some frustration some blocks but it's also showing us okay how can we move through this in a different way how can we find a different solution how can we move through this to still find success um before i dive into just everything that's going on for this coming week let's just do a little recap from last week because last week we had the taurus new moon and there was a lot of buildup to that Taurus new moon because last week as well, we had Mercury come direct at five degrees Taurus. That was two degrees away from the North Node. Then on that Tuesday, May 16th, we had Jupiter enter Taurus. And we haven't had Jupiter and Taurus since I think it was like 2011, 2012. So it's been a long time since we've like, it's been like 11, 12 years since we've had Jupiter and Taurus. So this was a big change as well. That was really starting to put like the emphasis on the Jupiter square Pluto aspects. That was also starting to add a little more emphasis on the fixed T square we've been feeling too. Um, then we had that Taurus new moon on May 19th, which was a Friday. And to me, that Taurus new moon was like the ultimate manifestation new moon. This was the new moon to call in your ultimate heart's desires to not settle for less, but to really believe in your worth, believe in your confidence, believe in yourself that you are worthy of having the ultimate dream life. Like the time of settling for just whatever comes your way is over. Like the time for settling is over right now. Like this is a time for building your ultimate dream life. This is a time for owning your worth and believing in yourself, believing in your confidence, having that courage to believe in yourself and make your dreams happen. So I really feel the Taurus new moon could have been a very positive one. But with that fixed T-square, that was definitely causing like a lot of intense edgy energy because I'm just going to share like some uh, like what I was dealing with on Friday. Like I felt like because I was at my like day job, my work because I do medical billing and like there were so many like I just I felt like I was putting out one fire after another on Friday and usually Fridays are pretty chill, pretty smooth sailing, but there was just one thing after another and in my head I was like this is so like Jupiter square Pluto Mars square Jupiter I was like this is definitely like this is throwing curveballs my way I was like I'm not able to get my work done I have to find different solutions around this I had to find workarounds and it was like I was really feeling that fixed t-square energy more than I was feeling the Taurus new moon and I, I was getting some text messages from friends as well who were kind of feeling that same, like same similar energy. Um, we could actually use that fixed T-square for manifesting. And I actually did an Instagram post on this. And I want to share this before I dive into Gemini season. Because with the fixed T-square we have going on, this fixed T-square is with Pluto, Jupiter, and Mars. Um, everyone tends to associate Jupiter with manifesting and abundance because Jupiter rules like good luck, good fortune. So of course, like Jupiter is like that definitely is a planet that we can all use for manifesting when it comes to calling in our heart's desires, especially with Jupiter and Taurus. This is about us putting in the work to make our heart's desires happen, make our goals happen. But then also like Mars can be used for manifesting too because Mars, while it rules our identity in astrology, it also like rules how we take action, how we show up. And so it's up to, it's up to us to continue taking that action and how beautiful that this T-square is with Mars and Leo because Mars and Leo is all about us having that courage to live from our heart, to start taking more bold, courageous action, to be that light that shines 
for others. So this is a time to be more fearless, to start shining your light more fearlessly, to not be shying away, to not be living in fear. This is a time to overcome the fear so you can start showing up more because it's by showing up and taking action and doing that physical work that shows the universe that you are serious about making your goals happen, about your manifestations being serious. So you have to put in the work as well. That's why Mars is also very beneficial when it comes to manifesting so then when we have this Mars square Jupiter going on right now with Mars and Leo squaring Jupiter and Taurus, this is about, okay, where have we not been being true to ourselves? Where have we not been authentic? How can I start being more authentic? How can I start showing up more authentically? How can I start using my voice more? And how can I start bringing that authentic truth into what I want to create? And how can I bring my authentic truth voice into what I want to create? And how can I start incorporating that and how I'm building this? Because we're also seeing Mars oppose Pluto. So with Mars and Leo opposing Pluto in Aquarius, this is really putting a big emphasis on our own unique voice, how we're showing up. This is also like how like our own like unique path too. So with Mars opposed Pluto, this is like, okay, have you been trying to do the same thing as everyone else? How can you start being more unique? How can you stray onto your own path? How can you embrace your own uniqueness more? This is a time where the universe God is going to reward you for being unique, for going on your own path mission, even if that is very scary, even if no one else is doing it, no one else gets it. But this is where the universe, this is where Jupiter will reward you for going on your own path. This is kind of like a course correction too with this fixed T-square because then like with Jupiter square Pluto and I've been talking a lot about Jupiter square Pluto this is where like our goals like we were like we're really like revved up to achieve our goals like we have the ambitions we're ready to go but then there's some other roadblocks and maybe we need to really pay attention to our path maybe we need to change courses right now maybe we need to strive to be a little more unique how can we start putting our own authentic like messaging out there? How can we start speaking our truth more? These are just things you can start asking yourself with that fixed T-square because then if you are like living true to your mission, if you are putting in the work day in, day after day, the universe will reward you. So it's just believing in yourself. It's believing in your worth. It's doing the work and believing and trusting and having like a little bit of faith and surrender to the universe that everything that you're putting in, the universe will reward you and you will get back tenfold. And so we've talked a lot about the Taurus and Moon. We've talked a lot about that fixed T-square. We've talked about Mars and Leo as well. So now let's get into Gemini season. And we'll, we'll still talk a little about Mars and Leo because I still want to talk about Mars and Leo too. But let's get into more of the substance of this episode now. Okay, so first let me just touch on Mars and Leo a little more because we had Mars enter Leo on May 20th, which was Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That was 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mars and Cancer was definitely putting a focus on our like emotional world or inner world, how we deal with our emotions. How are we showing up in that regards? Are we letting our emotions take over us? Are we letting our emotions kind of rule over us? This is a time to really focus and work on the emotional world, figure out, okay, how can I get a better balance, a better grasp on my emotions? I know for me personally, like Mars and Cancer always brings a lot of emotions up to the surface and forces me to navigate through my deep emotional realms and 
definitely glad Mars and Cancer is over, but I'm always thankful for it because it really forces me to deal with some emotions that I tend to put on the back burner. And now with Mars and Leo, this is giving us a reminder and opportunity to start living a little more boldly and courageously. This definitely brings a more creative spark, especially like Leo being ruled by the sun. They are here to shine. This is an opportunity for us all to shine. This is a time for us to start taking action, to start showing up more and not be afraid to show up as our true authentic unique selves especially with like mars opposed pluto mars square jupiter this is a time for us to be true to ourselves and this is a time to really look at our own inner world too and figure out okay where have i been lying to myself where have i not been being true to myself and this is a time to really get real and raw this is a time to continue shining your light shining that light even brighter like being that light bearer for others right now especially since we're still like in south node scorpio we're still navigating the dark right now so mars and leo is that light in the darkness right now because actually mars and leo is actually squaring south node scorpio too so with that square as well that's really showing us okay how can we continue releasing things from our past because we don't want to repeat old patterns still we need to create better patterns so this is also giving us an opportunity to create better patterns that will serve us in the long run so we had the sun enter gemini while we were sleeping, maybe you were awake. I was asleep because the sun entered Gemini May 21st at 3.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12.11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're on the Pacific Coast, maybe you were awake for that. But I went to bed with the sun in Taurus and then woke up to a sun in Gemini. I was like, woohoo, Gemini season. Because I'm like, I was thinking to myself this morning, I was like, why do I feel so talkative? And then I was like, oh, we're in Gemini season. And this is also just very Gemini. I... Like lately, I've been wanting to just get like physical books again because I have a Kindle. Well, I have like the Kindle app on my iPad and this is just a side note, but it's very Gemini. And I've just been really wanting to get back into physical books again and just kind of build up my own like personal library again because I've lost a lot of books just from moving and just... I've just lost a lot of books throughout the years and now I want to like build up my own library again and so... I was looking at like thrift books like online yesterday and I had like a few in my cart and then I had an alert this morning because I was like oh I'll buy them in a few days but then I had an alert that like a couple price changed one was already bought so I'm like okay well I need to get on these now so I bought them this morning and I was like that's so funny because the sun's already in Gemini and I'm already buying books like such a Gemini thing but I am a Gemini moon too but it's a very Gemini thing though, books, because Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. And I actually want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need about Gemini. So, Gemini, their duality is masculine. They are an air sign. They are mutable energy. It says Gemini is lively, energetic, versatile, intellectual, lives primarily in the mind rather than the emotions, and is extremely adaptable to new situations. Their ruling planet is Mercury, the ancient messenger of the gods. In astrology, Mercury rules communication and travel. Its influence emphasizes quick cleverness and a nervous temperament. The symbol is the twins associated with duality, humanism, versatility, communication. The glyph is the pictograph represents the two figures of the twins it's the dual symbol symbol also pictures the human's arms or lungs because that's the part of the body that gemini rules is the arms and lungs 
Um, their dominant keyword is I think. Their polarity is Sagittarius because Gemini is the sign of thought and communication on a personal level. Natives of Gemini strive for self-expression and try to impose their point of view on others. Sagittarius, which is Gemini's opposite sign, is the sign governing the wider provenance of philosophy and mental exploration. Sagittarian people tend to shrink from close personal involvement and unlike Gemini are shaped by what others think of them. Um, lucky day is Wednesday because that's Mercury day. Um, let's see. It also says that Gemini people are prone to accidents while traveling, especially by air. And now I just want to read a little more. So it says the most likable trait for Gemini is your responsiveness. People born under the sign are many sided, quick in thought and action, clever with words, skillful at handling others, brimful of new ideas. Astrologers regard this third sign of the zodiac as the quintessentially human sign, for it seems to sum up qualities that are the distinguishing hallmarks of the human race. Intelligence, Gemini is an air sign. Adaptability, Gemini is a mutable sign. And communicativeness, Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Gemini people do not sit back and watch the scenery go by. As a Gemini, you are endlessly curious about everything and must be part of the busy passing scene. If all the world's a stage, a Gemini must be the actor on stage. Unlike Leo who wants only to be the star, a Gemini wants to play all the parts and be the director, the producer, and the stage end. Duality is your most favorite trait. You usually want more than one of everything. That includes jobs, hobbies, careers, and lovers. Basically, your nature is rest on the go in quest of new ideas and fresh experiences. Things get very dull for you unless you have a constant change of scenery. Variety is your game. As a result, you often leave a trail of unfinished tasks. Your tendency is to fritter away energy on too many projects instead of concentrating your cleverness on one task. Okay, I'm going to stop reading now and now I just want to talk about Gemini because Gemini being ruled by the planet Mercury and Gemini being a very dualistic sign like they and especially like them being represented by the twins like they definitely have a very dualistic nature and maybe you've heard with Gemini like oh there's the good twin and then there's the bad twin that's also like their very dualistic nature um you know me like I love to talk about the positive traits and the shadow traits and we've really highlighted the positive traits here while reading but I want to talk about some of the shadow traits with Gemini too because some of the shadow traits with Gemini is like especially with them being ruled by Mercury and them like just having such a crave for like deep like mental stimulation is sometimes they can be all over the place and sometimes that can be a bad thing where they're just all over the place and they really just need to focus on one thing another shadow trait with Gemini is them just being so caught up in their own beliefs and kind of like one-sided that they don't really want to hear what anyone else has to say or maybe they are just very prone to like gossip and talk about everyone behind their back that can be a shadow trait of Gemini as well another thing with Gemini too is they could even be because like they are a great communicator is they could be a very like they could be like the master manipulator that's a shadow trait as well with Gemini and this isn't to pick on Gemini because there's duality in all things this is just showing us there's good and bad qualities within everything and so while there are beautiful good traits with Gemini there's also the shadow traits with Gemini as well but those shadow traits is also showing you there's things to improve upon there's things to work on and so that's not a bad thing either because to me and I love all 12 signs equally but Gemini is a very beautiful sign because Gemini reminds us there's duality in everything. We need duality in everything. There's good, evil, 
there what else is i'm trying to think of other duality like light darkness good evil like love hate you know some people like to say that the like the duality of love is like absence or something but i'm just trying to do like simple duality examples but we can really learn a lot from gemini that we can learn from our opposites as well and one beautiful thing about Gemini too is like with their crave for stimulation, with their crave for information, this is an opportunity for us as well to do our own research more, to start doing the deep dives, especially in a time where we are encouraged not to do research. This is a time where it's very beneficial to do research. Use your own discernment, question things. Gemini loves to question. Gemini is very curious. I always think of like the Siamese cats from the Aristocats and from the Disney movie, like those Siamese cats, like we are Siamese if you please. Like I always think of them when it comes to Gemini because like curiosity killed the cat even though curiosity didn't kill Gemini because Gemini knew how to transmute that and Gemini knew where to draw the line. So it's like follow your curiosities where they lead you like listen to your intuition because I get like as a Gemini moon I get these intuitive nudges intuitive hits like oh I should research this information Ooh, maybe I should go down this rabbit hole and like two hours later I'm still in that rabbit hole but I've learned so much information and so it's just like little things like that but we can definitely learn a lot from Gemini and this can be a very beautiful time to just expand and grow your own knowledge this is also a time maybe like if you are someone where you've always just been like very one-sided and you have haven't wanted to look at the other side this is a time to start doing that start looking at the other opinions the other sides even if it's something you don't agree with maybe you'll learn something from that other side from that opposing argument this is a time where debates are very welcome like if we would have them even though they don't want to have political debates these days they don't want to have debates on anything this is a time where debates can be very beneficial too because we're learning from the opposing side we're hearing the opposing argument that's something that we aren't hearing these days anymore and that's very important too we need to hear all sides of the spectrum and gemini being an air sign them being ruled by mercury they want to know all the things they want to know all sides of the spectrum they just don't want one side they want all sides of the argument they want to know all all the information and this is a time in your life wherever Gemini is for you in your own chart whatever like projects you're working on whatever like piques your interest this is a time to start doing more of that research to start going in start diving into those opposing forces learn more of that duality this is a very beautiful time for all of that with us being in Gemini season two, this also brings definitely more social light energy too especially like with Pluto and Aquarius because Pluto and Aquarius, like Aquarius, air signs. To me, air signs are more extroverted energy too. So this is definitely bringing a lot more extroverted energy into the mix too. Especially now that we have Mars and Leo, that's more extroverted energy too. Like Mars and Cancer, that was definitely introvert. So this is a time too, like especially like even if you are someone who tends to lean more on the introvert like spectrum level, this is a time to start embracing the more extroverted energy, that extroverted nature because this is a time especially in Gemini season where we can all be more social this is a time to get out and be with others in a physical way this is a time to embrace community as well especially like with Mars and Leo this is a very social time Sun and Gemini like very beautiful energy right there especially since we will be seeing Sun sextile Mars 
in the in the next couple days this week so like sun sextile mars that's very beneficial like sun gemini sextile mars and leo very social energy this is a great time to like work on like the positive relationships in your life maybe there's a beautiful partnership blooming whether that's like a relationship or a business partnership great time for that also like with sun sextile mars great time for working on your projects starting to take those first like initiated action steps especially like since we just had that taurus new moon what were those taurus new moon manifestations and how can you start building those and bringing those into like physical reality how can you start bringing those to life so that's a very beautiful thing right there and then also just it's very social energy right now and then we're also going to be experiencing like Mars square Jupiter all week. So we're still like in this fixed T square like all week. And it can definitely feel like intense, edgy, but it's also just kind of asking us, okay, how can we find a different way through it? How can we navigate through this in a different way? Because then by May 25th is when we will see Venus sextile Uranus. Venus sextile Uranus can definitely bring a little like boost of like positive energy a creative energy maybe we are getting some new ideas great time for thinking outside of the box can also bring some pe beneficial things for relationships but can also just bring some interesting like unpredictable stuff too so definitely pay attention to that but can definitely be like positive energy too but I really just wanted to talk about Gemini season for this episode and just Gemini season offers us an opportunity to really figure out, okay, what is the research I need to be doing in my own life? How can I start embracing more duality? How can I start embracing like more of the opposing forces, the opposing natures? And I know this episode isn't very long like my normal episodes, but I just want to leave it at that for this episode. I am going to pull a couple cards, but I hope all of this information helps. And if you haven't listened to my previous episodes, definitely go back and listen to them, like my May astrology episode, my May astro update, and those will definitely help you as well. But I hope all this information helped. Gemini season is a very beautiful time, I feel. Definitely a great time for just learning new things, embracing other people's opinions. This is a time where we don't need to be judgmental for other people's views, whether we agree with them or not. This is a time to really start understanding other people and just learning how they operate, how they think. This is trying to learn the opposing force and trying to learn their argument as well. This is a time to welcome debates too. Welcome like educational, intellectual debates. But this is not a time to just hate and judge others. This is a time to really learn and do our research, use our discernment. And so now I want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through. Actually, before I pull some cards, I totally forgot to talk a little about the sun trying pluto that we've been experiencing i want to talk about that before i pull some cards so with this sun trying pluto so we're experiencing this sun in gemini trying pluto and aquarius this is interesting because we haven't experienced this before we've seen like the sun in taurus trying pluto capricorn but we haven't seen the sun gemini trying pluto and aquarius before in our lifetime so this is very interesting energy to me and especially like a trine that's a positive like aspect that's very harmonious so this is the sun and pluto are working together here so this is an opportunity especially after the taurus new moon this is an opportunity for us to rise into our own 
own power more, especially with this fixed T-square in the mix here, especially with Mars and Leo, Mars opposing Pluto. This is a time for us to rise up into our own power. Where have you been giving your power away? How can you start owning your own power more, embracing your own power? This is a time to really anchor into that. And then also, just like with this air aspect, like with Gemini and Aquarius both being air signs, this is a time too. How can you rise more into your own intellectual power? How can you start leveling up in that regards too? And like just the sun trying Pluto too, this is a very transformative too, like kind of like a phoenix rising moment as well. Like this is helping you shed, like pull, like shed and purge out the old layers, shed off that dead skin, that old weight. And this is a time to help you like transform and up level too. So the sun trying Pluto can be a very positive, beneficial thing. Um, I was experiencing this personally for the last few years when we had Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto and Capricorn was trining my Virgo sun and it was very transformative. It was me shedding old weight, dead weight, literally physical weight because I lost a lot of weight back then because I was really focusing on transforming. So this can be a very beautiful transformative transit where we're shedding old layers and we're working on like just coming into the new so Pluto, like sun trying Pluto can be a very beautiful thing. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. Now I'll be pulling a couple cards. So I'm pulling a tarot card first. I'm pulling from the Wild Unknown tarot deck. And we got the Eight of Swords. And it's very interesting we got this card. So the Eight of Swords says, Trapped, powerless. Surrounded by obstacles and threats on all sides, you find yourself the victim. You see no way out. No available choices. Your perceptions keep you from opening your wings and taking flight. What keeps you suspended here, yourself or others? The Eight of Swords demands an answer. You cannot hang here much longer. So a few like pretty interesting things here with this card especially because like the sword and tarot is the air energy and so that's very gemini right there and then especially since we're experiencing sun trying pluto right now and i just got done talking about how to me that represents like us stepping into our power but we have this fixed t-square going on right now too so to me this card is like sun trying pluto on top of this fixed t-square we're going on right now because we can definitely feel like there's obstacles there's threats we're frustrated we're blocked and so this is trying so this is us trying to figure out okay how can we get out of this? This is us trying to shift our perspective. This is us not playing victim anymore. Where have you been playing victim? This is a time to step out of that victim mindset, rise into your own power, and get into the hero mindset, get into your own, like stronger mindset no more time of playing victim like this card is saying goodbye to victim story like we need to get out of that mindset and get into a stronger mindset frame so i do like that we got this card pretty interesting that we got this card but we can actually use this card for good like this is showing us where we've been trapped where we've been giving our power away this is a time to rise above that and work on through it so I got a new oracle deck and this is the Nocturnal Garden Lenormand Divination Cards Oracle deck. Um, we got Moon and it's like these two bats and it's kind of like very dualistic energy too because like, like one bat like on top is upside down and then the other one on the bottom is like right side up and then like the moon phases is in the middle. And it says, moon, emotions, intuition, fantasy, repressed emotions, fears, and desires are eventually revealed. The moon speaks through intuition and indulges the fantasies of dreamers. 
the moon is currently in Gemini right now, so I think it's very interesting that we got this card, but especially since, like, we're experiencing, like, sunshine, Pluto, we have the moon in Gemini with sun in Gemini right now. This is also offering us an opportunity to figure out, okay, what are those repressed emotions? How can we, like, move through those? What have we been keeping deep, like, buried beneath the surface, and how can we move through that? How can we shed these old layers? How can I shed this dead weight? So I do like that we got this card. Definitely kind of goes with all this energy, but I do want to leave it at that for this episode. I I hope all this information helped and next week will be the June 2023 astrology episodes. Yes, yes, that's next week. And I will also be doing my, like, get to know me episode, but through an astrology lens where I'm going to be just going through, like, my life history, but through an astrology lens. So lots to come in there. And I do have some new astrology, like, offerings in the works that I'm going to be sharing soon but I hope all of this helped. Feel free to tag me, take a screenshot, share this on Instagram, Addie's Astro Diary. Love to see you guys listening to this podcast. Your support always means the world to me. And until the next episode, we will chat again soon.